ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, and to the standing between the living and the dead service family members. My beloved, this is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House Family Devotional Reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book titled Morning and Evening, a devotional book, and one of the best ever. This is the podcast, and this is episode number 574. We're at the Song of Solomon, book 8, verse 6, reads, Set me as a seal upon thine heart, as a seal upon thine arm, For love is strong as death, jealousy is cruel as the grave. The coals thereof are coals of fire, which hath a most vehement flame. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, help us to understand your holy word and to apply it to our lives as we fellowship with you and with your servant Charles Haddon Spurgeon, he being dead, yet speaketh. By your power, in Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Whose love can this be which is as mighty as the conqueror of monarchs, the destroyer of the human race? Would it not sound like satire if it were applied to my poor, weak, and scarcely living love to Jesus my Lord? I do love him, and perhaps by his grace I could even die for him, but as for my love in itself, it can scarcely endure a scoffing jest much less a cruel death. Surely it is my beloved's love which is here spoken of, the love of Jesus, the matchless lover of souls. His love was indeed stronger than the most terrible death, for it endured the trial of the cross triumphantly. It was a lingering death, but love survived the torment a shameful death, but love despised the shame, a penal death, but love bore our iniquities, a forsaken lonely death, from which the eternal Father hid his face, but love endured the curse and gloried over all, never such love, never such death. It was a desperate duel, but love bore the palm. What then, my heart, hast thou no emotions excited? 
within thee at the contemplation of such heavenly affection? Yes, my Lord, I long, I pant to feel thy love flaming like a furnace within me. Come thou thyself and excite the ardor of my spirit. For every drop of crimson blood thus shed to make me live, O oh, wherefore, wherefore have not I a thousand lives to give? Why should I despair of loving Jesus with a love as strong as death? He deserves it. I desire it. The martyrs felt such love, and they were but flesh and blood. Then why not I? They mourned their weakness, and yet out of weakness were made strong. Grace gave them all their unflinching constancy. There is the same grace for me. Jesus, lover of my soul, shed abroad such love, even thy love in my heart this afternoon. Charles Haddon Spurgeon. Not only was he deeply spiritual and fed the souls of millions to this day, uh, I, I, I cannot imagine Shakespeare writing better than Spurgeon. He was a great writer too. And God made him a great writer. God gave him the gifts. Never went to Bible college, never went to seminary. He tried to go, God stopped him. God does that sometimes. Let's pray. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for your holy word. Thank you, Lord, for the unction and the anointing you put upon Spurgeon, uh, I believe the mother load of unction and anointing, so much so that he is still ministering to millions to this day, and he's been dead a long time. <clears throat> he being dead, yet speaketh, and we give you all of the glory, the praise, and the honor, for all of it is due your name. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. While you go back to uh, 22, 23, 24, I have a question for those who are listening in. Have you been born again? Have you been saved? Do you know what Spurgeon was talking about and referring to. <clears throat> I do only because of the grace of God and in salvation. And when we get back to that segment, it's 22, 23, and 24. Make sure that's across the board. If you want to be saved, my dear friends, first, Accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. 
The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That means that you are a sinner no matter how rich you are, how white you are, how black you are, how red you are, how yellow you are. You are a sinner. No matter how educated you are, no matter how good you look, you are a sinner. Just like Johnny Depp and uh, Miss Heard. They're sinners. They're rich, they're beautiful, and all of that, but they are sinners. So is the Pope, so is the Dalai Lama, so is uh, even Joel Osteen, as nice as he may seem to be. We're all sinners. We all have failed God and sinned against him repeatedly. For the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That means we have lied. We have broken God's commandments by stealing, lying, lusting after people and things, coveting after people and things, which leads to other sins. Some of you have killed people against God's Ten Commandments, some of you have dishonored and disrespected your father and your mother. Some of you have dishonored God by taking God's name in vain. We all have sinned, and we all have sinned repeatedly. Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died for trillions of sins, not just a few. Second, accept the fact, dear friend, that there is a penalty for sin. The Holy Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. That means that because of your sins in this life, you will die. That's your first punishment. No, my dear friend, stop trying to make death a part of life. It is not a part of life. It's the ending of life. Do not listen to these jack-leg philosophers who tell you it's a part of life. It's not a part of life. It's the termination of life because of our evil, wicked sins and failures before God Almighty. And what God wants you to know that if he will allow you to die because of your sins, your failures and your faults, then he will allow you to go to hell to burn forever. God is very serious about the matter of sin. So much so, he sent his only begotten son to die on the cross for your sins. So if you don't stop by the cross and believe and receive, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and receive him into your heart, you're going to hell, my dear friend. And it makes no difference who you think you are. So thirdly, you need to understand and accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now. You say, who, me? I'm talking to you. It doesn't matter who you think you are, to God or to me. These are God's words. Jesus Christ, you at least respect him, don't you? You honor him for Christmas. You honor him for Easter. You go to church. 
I mean, I mean, I mean, Walmart shuts down on Christmas Day. They lose millions, no doubt billions. They shut down around the world on Christmas Day. Out of respect for this man named Jesus Christ. They would not do that if he was a myth or some cult leader. No, no, no. Uh, Walmart, well, they would not do that. I know they've done it ever since I've been saved. I hope they continue to do it. But uh, you better get in there before 6 o'clock because they're going to shut down on Christmas Eve. They're going to shut down in honor of this man who split time in half. This man who was born of a, vir of a virgin. No man has sex with Mary before Jesus Christ was born. This man who walked on the water like we walk on the ground because he made the water. This man who was taking a nap, everybody else was up and was in an uproar on the ship. He came out on deck and said, Peace be still. Translation, wind be quiet, waves sit down. And the waves and the wind obeyed him. The storm obeyed him. I think you need to get to know this man named Jesus. Who fed thousands with a box lunch. And had one of the biggest picnics ever. who broke up funerals by raising the dead. No more funeral because he raised the dead. Who healed the sick. Who healed and gave sight to the blind. Who gave hearing to the deaf. Made the dumb to speak. And then a man who after he had been dead for several days, he was already in the grave with mummy-style clothes on, mummy-type clothes on. He was thinking he had been dead so long. Jesus Christ went to the tomb of Lazarus and said, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus came forth because Jesus Christ is the Son of God, therefore God if he had not, somebody said, if he had not specified Lazarus, everybody in the grave would have come forth. When he died for our sins, people came out of the graves. The sun stopped shining. The veil of the temple was split. Basically, God saying to us, come on in. Your sins have been paid for. I think you need to get to know this man, my dear friend. In fact, I know you. You ought to do so. Jesus Christ is the greatest thing that ever happened to me in my life. I would be in hell and should be in hell if it had not been for him. 
Jesus Christ said in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt. That means limping. The crutch or cane. Into life halt or maimed. Rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Hell is a very real place, my dear friend, and you're going there. If you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and receive him into your heart and repent of your sins and call on his name. Do it today. Hell is bad news. Deep down you know that you deserve to go to hell because of your sins. You may not know it as much as you should know because most preachers don't preach on it, do they? When was the last time you heard a pastor preach on hell? Preaching on hell does not bring in the bucks. Preaching on hell does not put the butts in the seats, in the pews. People don't want to hear about that. That's how wicked we are. We, see, we don't want to hear the truth because we're so wicked and evil in our sin. We love darkness rather than light. So hell is bad news, but I have some good news for you. Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Believe in Jesus Christ as Jesus Christ has preached the gospel first and best. For God so loved the world, that means that he loves you. Don't doubt it. <clears throat> Are you in the world? Then God loves you. I know that many of you have never felt love before. There are children who have never felt the mother's, a mother's love before or a father's love before. There are siblings who don't love each other. Family members who don't love each other. Husbands and wives are famous for not loving each other. We see it played out every day. With Johnny Depp and heard they have it all but yet they hate each other evidently they even wrote in their dual diary that they hate each other people hate one another but I'm here to tell you there's somebody who loves you we don't deserve his love but he loves us anyhow I cannot explain that to you <laughs> I marvel at the love of God just like you do I marvel at his grace. I marvel at his mercy. We read in the Old Testament earlier in this service how that his mercy is forever, is everlasting. I don't understand that, but I thank God for it. But he's God. He's God. We're not. We're not. And don't, don't get it twisted. For God so loved the world, that includes you with your bad self, your evil self. Your nasty self in the black and dark night. Your creeping self. Your adulterous self. News came out this morning that a great pastor, well-known pastor, 
graduate of Dallas Theological Seminary, many believed to be the best seminary in the world, <clears throat> had done some good work. But uh, he has committed adultery against God and on his wife, against his four children. So even religious people sin like that. God still loves him. He's an adulterer. There's some of you who have killed people. You might have put them their body in Lake Mead. They're finding a whole bunch of bodies in Lake Mead. And you never thought they'd ever find the person. Now God has allowed the water to go down so all of these dead bodies can be found. You may have killed one of those people. You might be a murderer. You're scared. You're nervous now. You might be a liar. You, you're lying before the judge. You're committing perjury. You know you can go to jail, not only to hell, you can go to jail for lying in court, lying to an FBI agent. Just tell the truth. Lying. Even though you've done these ugly, evil, nasty things, you may be a homosexual. God still loves you. Other people may not love you, but God still loves you, and he'll still save you if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and repent of your sin. And do not think anybody, an adulterer, a fornicator, uh, anybody having sex outside of marriage, a homosexual person, a lesbian, uh, don't think you can stay that way in God's economy. Once you trust Christ as Savior, Christ wants you to change and repent. He wants you to repent. Oh, but we're not sinning. Yes, you are. You're committing an abomination. And we need more pastors, and we should have had more pastors over the past 50 years to tell people, you, you can do what you want, uh, but if you get saved and you want to be a member of the church, you can't continue to practice homosexuality and lesbianism. Or, or adultery, or fornication, or drunkenness, or lying, or any, any of that. Uh, you, you, you can't uh, do that once you get saved. Jesus Christ died for your sins. And people who truly get saved, they understand that. They don't question that. That he gave his only begotten son. He gave up his only begotten son for you. Why? Because he loves you. God gave up his only begotten son to suffer, to bleed, and to die on the cross for your sins was buried and rose on the third day because he loves you. He sacrificed his son. He is the sacrificial Passover lamb of God for all of us. Now, dear friend, that's love for you. And, and you preachers out there who say you're called to preach, if you can't preach that, you can't preach anything. Sit down. That's love for you. That's crazy love. I think there was a preacher out there, a Chinese preacher, who, who wrote a book, Crazy Love. I know what he's talking about now. That whosoever, the word whosoever means anybody at any time. Red, yellow, black, or white, we're all precious in God's sight. And all you have to do is believe in him sincerely. And God knows if you're sincere, and you know if you're sincere. You don't need to pray this prayer we're going to pray here in a minute if you don't mean business. 
God will not make you because he made you a free moral agent. You can choose to do what you want to do. Considering all of the facts. I can't make you. I don't have the power to make you. All I have is the power to preach it. To preach the gospel to you. I can't make you get saved. See, I, I don't, so, so it doesn't, you know, I, I have a burden for souls, but I don't have the kind of burden that some people try to put on their shoulders, the burden of God. I can't do what God can do. I can't make you get saved. So uh, all he told me to do was preach the gospel. That's all I'm going to do. That's all I can do. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell. I just got through talking about that. But have everlasting life. <clears throat> in heaven with God. Or you can go to hell with the devil. It's smarter to go to heaven with God. But you, do you know that sin will make you dumb? Do you know that sin will make you act stupid? I'm telling you. Sin is a bad situation, man. It's a bad thing. How many people you know, they, 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 uh, you told them that they need to stop doing that and because it's going to continue to cause a problem and they don't stop. That, that's the sinful nature. They love darkness more than they love light. Do you know people who love sin so much they, they will destroy their health? You know how you get monkeypox by having sex with people you ought not to be having sex with. You know how you get AIDS, same way. Herpes, same way. These are all things God has sent against your sin that you love so much. So repent of your sins. Believe in your heart, in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, bled, and died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you, so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul and he will save you. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell, ultimately. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. The reason why I keep repeating that is because I didn't know I was lost and on my way to hell. Even though I was raised in church every Sunday of my life and many days of my life. Made to go to church by my mother. My dad was a preacher, mother a preacher. Lost and on my way to hell. They never told me that I was going to hell, even though I was a hellion. I never heard a pastor preach on hell in my life. And if I, if I had heard that, I would tell you that. But I didn't, I didn't, up until the age of 19, I never heard that. I heard hooping and hollering and getting people happy and shouting people out of the church. They didn't know they were going to hell either. They thought you had to keep a certain code to be, you know, considered saved. Women had to wear long dresses. Men uh, could not uh, cuss or drink or chew or run with those who do and all of that kind of thing like that. That's it. 
you know, shouting. If you didn't shout, you probably was not saved. If you didn't run around the church, you probably was not saved. If you didn't speak in some unknown tongue without interpretation, you were not saved. All of that religious stuff. I had to leave home to hear the gospel preached. And God, I believe, by des divine design, put me in the right place at the right time. And on December the 19th, I believed in the Lord Jesus Christ in a real sense, based upon the last verses I just re read to you. And you can get saved today, too. So don't hesitate. Go ahead and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and his gospel that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Follow me in prayer and call on his name to save your soul. This is how Michael Lewis led me to the Lord. He, 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 he prayed with me and led me in the prayer of salvation. And that's what I'm willing to do for you right now. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Don't say it if you don't mean it. God is nobody to play with. You don't do anything for me if you don't do it. You know, you're not, not going to hurt me. Uh, I'm going to feel sorry for you. So don't say it if you don't mean it. If you want to continue in your life of sin and evil and so forth, you go right ahead. But understand that when you get saved, when you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you're not supposed to continue in sin that Jesus Christ died for. Just understand that. Those days need to be passed and over. No more. So follow me in prayer. Let's call upon the name of the Lord. Holy Father God, repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner. Lord, I've done evil in your sight. Repeatedly. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now simply believe in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, the best way I know how. I believe in him. I believe that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for my sins. That he paid my sin debt. Because he's the sacrificial Passover lamb of God for the whole world. And not only the Jews. And he has taken away all of my sins. And the sins of the world. He has cleaned the slate. And so Lord for Jesus. Uh, Christ's sake, please save my soul from the hell that I deserve. And please save my soul for the heaven I don't deserve. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit. 
and help me to change. Help me to repent. Help me to turn from my evil life and my evil ways. And help me to follow you, Lord Jesus Christ, in the new life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and forsake. Amen. Now, beloved, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. If you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material for you that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Stop.